Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Except to the forest, this isn't bad omen. <laughs> or a good one, depending. <laughs> it's like Barry's dead. I don't know if I should celebrate or if I should mourn. Loose the snakes! <laughs> Let's not decide! <laughs> Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number 122. I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlog, not dead yet. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And just Michael. Gentlemen, good to have you aboard, and thank you out there for listening. Indeed. Uh, before we go into what we've done geeky this week, I uh, just want to amend our contest. We haven't talked about it for a little bit. Uh, before we said when we hit, what, 1,000 likes yes. on Facebook, yeah. that we were going to give away three prizes. All right. Well, we've had growth, but let's face it, slow on the likes. But growth, not the same. So, you know, we're going to cut it into small chunks. The growth? No, no. That, we already <laughs> got the small thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Say, if that's the case, we win. No. <laughs> but... Uh, at this point, we're going to give away three prizes. The first prize will go out when we hit 700. The next prize will go out when we hit 800 likes. The prize after that, 900. So okay. three, those are three prizes going out, one for each hundred at this point. There you go, folks. Because right. so we're almost to 700 now. So We're almost there. Keep, Come keep on. it going, folks. You could win. Right. And here's, here's the benefit for you, that you have three chances to win if you already have liked us. Yeah. At this point, if, if you're the, getting it before the 700, this is still the random assignment. Right? This is random yeah. assignment. So it's not like, oh, there's like 10 places to go before 700. I want to wait so I can be 700. Yeah. You don't want to do. You yeah. don't. Yeah. That, that, you that, to... that does not uh, affect your chances. Right. At all. Okay. Better if you just get more people to like us. Yeah. yeah. There you it, go. it behooves you to like us now if you haven't already, and to get as many of your friends to do the same. And whatever it takes, folks. If you have to tell them, don't listen to us, then do it. A handy I mean, under the table. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, get, and tell you what the first prize is. Oh. Yeah. When we hit 700, that's, we've told you that the prizes are good, right? They're first, awesome. Yeah. I have seen them. So. Right. All right. So we're going to tell you what the first one for 700. It is a copy of Batman and Robin Ooh. signed by Frank Miller. No, I'm taking that. No, you're not. Well, damn it. Now, nah, you get. Members of the show cannot have. Oh, it. it's one of those stupid TV <laughs> yeah. rules. Members we weren't kidding the about this. Oh. this contest. So yeah, so when we hit 700 likes, we will be giving away an autographed copy of Batman and Robin by Frank Miller that I uh, acquired at the last Comic Con. Yeah, very cool. I, uh, he sold I, a portion of his soul for. When he showed me this thing, I'm like, "You're gonna give that away? Wow! Damn it! Give it away! Give it away! Give it away! When I, when, away. as soon as I said that that is something I wanted, he was perfect because that means one of our fans will want it more. And by the way, Amen. folks, if you when we reach 750, you will qualify for the signed, handwritten Frank Miller Occupy Wall Street rant. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Not from this show. So uh, there you go. Yeah, I think that that autograph might be going down in value as we, as we speak. <laughs> That's right. So act now, hurry before before we I take you it, pay us down, for it. He came down on the anti side of. Oh boy, yeah. did he. he! And Alan Moore came back on top of him. Man, he, boy, there's a little thing going on. Frank Miller has gone full conservative. He yeah. has. He really has. Yeah. Well, it's the right story. Fuck it. Well, yeah, yeah. The way they did 300, you know. Oh, can, what about Holy Terror? You heard anything about that? No. Oh my God, that was originally Batman goes to take out Al Qaeda, and then of course it's not Batman; it's now a made-up superhero. But yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
All right. You can yeah. see, you can see Bill O'Reilly giving that to his kids to go to sleep. Drinking <laughs> the Kool Aid. Oh yeah. Yikes. Oh well. Whatever gets you through the day. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. What geeky things you do this week, guys? Well, I finally got some hardcore video game time in last night for the first time in a long while. Good. What did you choose to do? Saints Row the Third. Thank uh-huh. you, Torgo, for getting that for me for my birthday. Aww. Happy birthday, sir. Happy birthday. I love Happy it. Birthday. And uh, yeah, I've been playing the hell out of it, enjoying that game immensely, more than I should. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to play it again for many hours again tonight. I can't wait. That's a real fun game. Yeah, this is this is, this is Paul's night. We, you know, Barry and I invite him to go out with us to have... Uh, a nice little night out, a little drinking, a little conversation. And Paul's like, no, I'm going to go home and play video games. Hey, I just got done performing. I was tired. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I but I did want to go play my video games. Hardcore game. drinking or hardcore well, You don't get much game, game time these days. I don't, no, I don't, don't. drink, so there you go. The yeah, that, that, double that, yeah. yeah, you can go and do something you don't want to do and never do do, or you can do, do something do. you, you have You can enjoyed. never do do. You can't do do video games. <laughs> unless you're part of the... Although they do have Oh fuck, I forgot who they were. The development team. God damn it. Yars Revenge. Yes, Yars Revenge team. I had that all set up perfectly and then I blanked. God damn it. That's okay. They thought they had a game set up perfectly. <laughs> that's a good one. And it turns out they're just retarded. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, okay, let, let and me, that's let something me be they perfectly can do clear too. what I'm saying here in case there's any misconception. The Yars Revenge the, the Yars Revenge development team is full of mentally handicapped. <laughs> They are the underdeveloped. Perfectly team. clear. <laughs> All right. So you don't you don't mean retarded in an insulting way. No, that, I mean uh, truly. He means in a literal way. Severely mentally handicapped. Severely medically and a danger to themselves and others. Ah. He means it in the 1950s. Ah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Good. Then that, it's PC all the way. So yeah. <laughs> Send your hate mail to Doctor Vark. He was Deeply using a clinical term, him. not a not a slang term. <laughs> Clinically slang. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any other geeky things going on? I've just been playing some Dungeon Defenders. That's about it. I still haven't tried that game. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. I just Maybe bought the same it, people who got Torchlight. Just bought it on Steam, so. Get it. Good. It, for, it, was like, for, it was like four bucks on Steam the other day. Dungeon, Yo, De- Dungeon Defenders on Xbox? Yeah, that's where I'm playing it. Xbox it's, Live. It's Which one is it? It's the one where you defend a dungeon. Oh, boy. <laughs> Seriously. It's all oh, wow. it's, it's got, like, the little, little anime-looking dudes. Yeah. yeah. The only problem with this game is when you play multiplayer, it takes forever to try to get into a game. You finally get into a game. It's just some tool screwing around in, like, the limbo area, you know, where you adjust your stuff. And I hear, like, some kid, like, screaming in the background. Or maybe it's the kid playing. <laughs> I don't know. Your typical wanna... Xbox Live experience. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. If, if you're not paired up with a friend on Xbox Live, God help you. Uh, what? You don't <laughs> no enjoy shit. video gaming with pre-masturbating racists? Oh, oh, They're geez. so weird, those people. So weird. <laughs> what Hot are you? Kettle. <laughs> you got nothing better to do than to mess up your day. What? I, I, don't even, I don't even try anymore. I don't even try. Paul sits there playing and he's like, you know, I'd rather be out drinking with Barry and Jeff than doing this shit. <laughs> I don't even try and communicate with those troglodytes. It's just not even worth it. That's the perfect term for them. They are troglodytes. <laughs> troglodytes. I reread in preparation for the upcoming wave of Sword and Planet. Uh, I reread The Princess of Mars by okay. Edgar Rice Burroughs. Nice. And uh, I've also read um, Lee Brackett's some of her pulp stuff. Uh, Paizo.com, Paizo Publishing, 
does something they call Planet Stories, which used to be a pulp magazine back in the day, and it's now the header for their pulp reprints uh, books. And they've been reprinting some of Lee Brackett stuff. Lee, of course, being famous to most geeks as the author of the first draft of Empire Strikes Back. And, um, but she was a, a Hollywood writer. She, uh, she wrote, uh, co-wrote uh, The Big Sleep and wrote a number of John Wayne, John Ford movies, as well as Pulps. And she wrote some Sword and Planet stuff, just sort of like a lot of people call it science fantasy. It's almost like Sword and Sorcery, but -Man. Yeah. there's a kind of, sort of, but uh, hers was a little more science fictional. It was literally like Earth going to the stars and then the Earth man gets trapped on the more primitive planet. And goes more yeah, barbarian. And, yeah, it, it, more John uh, John Carter, mm -hmm. John Carter esque. So that's been interesting. That's been good stuff. She her stuff holds up. You know, and there's a lot of stuff you read, and uh, the, the prose doesn't doesn't hold up well, but hers does actually. It was I was rather impressed with that. I had to admit. Nice, nice. I finally finished the first Game of Thrones book. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Aha! A song of rape and nipples. You know, it's not. I don't think it's as bad as all that. I oh, like well, it. Oh, well, you really... have to get into the second book. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those girls have not yet hit puberty. That's so true. It's, it's getting, know. it's going to be, I can tell it's going to be bad already, but oh, I like yeah. it. I like it. It's quite good. Yeah. It you does know, have get you read better. them all? Uh, I've read up the, through the third book. Gotcha. Yeah. And Amazon has some exclusive thing that's like the entire collection of the books in a really nice binding thing, and it's on sale right now, so... If anybody doesn't have the books and wants to, I recommend checking it out. It looks really cool. Mm. Hmm. I hope it comes with a nice map because, man. Oh, yeah. Ooh. The map is wiggy. Yeah. It's a good read, though. Map in the TV series is good. That helps. Boy, yeah, that helps. Does. And I guess when the Blu-ray comes out, it'll have an interactive map. That's so cool. that'll be really that nice. That will be yeah. cool. That's Did you notice really awesome. uh, watching that? Uh, um, I, I didn't notice. It was really weird because people are pointing it out and, and as like, this is really helpful. But apparently, the opening map actually kind of leads you into what that episode story is going to be about. And I didn't even realize I didn't that. I, I, I'm hearing no. people talk no, about it. always the same map. I, I, is it? Because I've been hearing that, and I'm like, is it really? Cause I, I call just, shenanigans. That's, that map's always the same on every episode. Every episode? I'm pretty sure. Man. We'll yeah, find um, out. How know. many, how many episodes did it have? 12? 13? I don't know. Wasn't it? It was only like I think ten or something. Ten, yeah. yeah. But that is an expensive map to generate. That that's that's some heavy CG. I doubt that they would redo that every time. Although shenanigans, I say. Well then, send your comments in to uglycouchshow.com. That first season is still in the first book, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. First yeah. book. It's okay. all the first book. That's it. Yeah. Like, even the second, this upcoming season is mostly the first book still. No, isn't it? nope. Second. No, it is. It is under the no. second. Oh, okay. I know I just yeah, saw... They followed it very closely to the first book. I just saw an ad for the upcoming season. Unlike though, so The I'm Walking Dead. Rather oh, excited. Come on. Oh, come you know on. what? For something that you actually enjoy, you bitch about it an awful lot. <laughs> I enjoy... I love I, this. Damn it, I hate this. He's like, I really like The Walking Dead, but God damn it, they're still not doing this with the book, and they're not doing this from the book. And I'm like... I hear that. So you like it, but you hate it? Because it's I so hear that fun. all the time from like nerd love, uh, ob, you know, uh, uh, projects. Because you do, you love the books, you loved everything about them, and you want them to come out that way. But Holly was not going to make that. You've already seen that, so wouldn't is it? I mean, they clearly said from the beginning. Yes, I understand that, but they're so far off. They're but they clearly said from the beginning it was kind of going to be its own thing. There would be elements from. When did they say the that? But when did they say that? From the very beginning. I call shenanigans on that. When did they say that? 
Did they say that? Did, did they did they put like a little announcement before the first show going? Hey guys, it's gonna be a little different than what um, you're right all before. the interviews and press junkets leading up to it. Maybe uh, it should stand on its own. Barry doesn't pay attention to that stuff. Fuck that shit. Um, no, it is standing Kirkman on its own because it is being its own say, thing. Right. Hey, it's not gonna follow it exactly. Oh no, because well, if Kirkman you, goes up to Barry, Barry's gonna give him a face full of shit. What are you doing? Going to <laughs> they're departing away and I'm. In fact, didn't we even talk about this on this well, if, very If you would have watched The Talking Dead, Barry. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I like that show. I don't have patience for that. What? You don't have patience for that? I have patience no. for a 22-minute show. I know, right? <laughs> so you're looking for... You have DVR. But I don't have patience for a 22-minute show. So you're looking for an explanation that you're ignoring. I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> and that can only bring us to news you don't give a shit about. Yay. Yay. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. this time. Uh, Hanson are launching their own beer. Wait a minute. Ooh, what? Oh, the yeah. band? The musical brothers Isaac Taylor and Zach Hanson uh, are in oh. process beer? of wait, developing. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's better. It's better. It's better. <laughs> developing an Indian Pale Ale, for which they plan to release in 2012. They're going to name the beverage Mhop after their biggest hit, Mbop. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Are any of them oh, even yeah. old enough to drink now? Oh, Dude, whoa! You're wow! Right. They stopped aging back in the nineties <laughs> when they were hot. I realized that was like ten years ago. But they and Silverchair have been kept in a cryogenic chamber. <laughs> I was just trying to do the math in my head, and I'm like, are any of them over twenty one at this point? What the hell? Wow! Daniel Johns got married to Natalie Imbruglia and divorced her, and he had like a problems. And I think Isaac was sixteen when they were chair, really. Yeah. I didn't realize any of them was that old. Yeah, they, they're they, old. they yeah, struck no. me as in like they're. What's that? Uh, your age, what's Jeff? that band that uh, the one Hanson is age. in um, <laughs> with James Eha from Smashing Pumpkins? Oh, I don't know. And the one guy from Cheap Trick. Yeah, it's like a it's like sure a, there was a super group. Something glass glass slipper or glass doors. Don't know. Glass Something like that. Building. They got they had one they had one good song. I, I, don't, I don't. I know. imagine at this point Isaac. Is probably a decent guitar player. Yeah, he's been doing it long enough. Yeah, not anyone. Well, the, the pretty one was in that group with James E. Hunt. The pretty one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The one that the one that Quagmire thought was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that That's episode. That episode. was so funny. Like, what? What? What do, what do you mean? He's, what? What? He's a kid. He's a. Huh? He's a. He's oh, a, he's a he. he? Uh, oh, oh. Because what's his name? Oh, that girl name, right? Uh, let's see. There was uh, Lindsay, Isaac, Taylor, and Zach. Taylor, 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 uh, Taylor Hanson. That's a hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Oh, oh. Yeah, he loves. Oh God. oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Uh, I gotta go burn some stuff. Hanson <laughs> <laughs> uh, are not the first band to launch their own beer. Last month, British group Elbow developed Build a Rocket Boys beer in honor of the album of the same name, while Def Leppard's Joe Elliott launched a lager named Down and Outs. Interesting. Like his band. Hey. 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 They're they're doing duets with Tim McGraw, man. Oh, okay. So you know that they're rocking out. Roger Waters has just unveiled uh, Pink Flowed, (laughs) which is... (laughs) A seasonal, a seasonal berry beer, oh, giving, it its, giving it its pink hue. Oh God! Uh, Trent Reznor has come out with Nine Inch Pale. It's a, uh, it's got some some uh, autumn notes. <laughs> yeah, you. Bet. I would imagine it's a very bland beer. Yeah. Oh, you're wrong oh. there. Oh, oh. oh. Uh. 
And our ongoing fight over the Trent Reznor continues. Oh, tra- the nice that's the best. And uh, who else? We got <laughs> I like when we can hear gotta, your thought process. Hit the, th- the third one's got to happen. Oh, Come on, it? Paul. It's, it's not it's funny coming. unless there's three. I know. Rule three. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, uh, Matthew Sweet came out with uh, Matthew Sweet. How about Boston Logger? Ah, I love it. There Boston it Logger. It That's the good one. All right. Uh, this is from Anime News Network. Uh, acting auditions and employment resource for actors posted a plot description for the live action film adaptation of Akira on Tuesday. Okay. And millions wept. Uh, the short description was sent out as part of a casting call for extras and stand-ins in the film. And here is that plot synopsis. Uh-oh. Drum roll. Kaneda is a bar owner in Neo-Manhattan. Who, what kind of name is Kaneda for a Manhattanite? Who is stunned when his brother, Tetsuo, is abducted by government agents led by the colonel. Despite to get his, uh, desperate to get his brother back, Kaneda agrees to join with Kai Reed and her underground movement who are intent on revealing to the world what truly happened to New York City 30 years ago when it was destroyed. Kaneda believes their theories to be ludicrous, but after finding his brother again, is shocked when he displays telekinetic powers. <sighs> Kai believes Tetsu, uh, Tetsuo is uh, headed to release a young boy, Akira, who has taken control of Tetsuo's mind. Kaneda clashes with the colonel's troops on his way to stop Tetsuo from releasing Akira, but arrives too late. Akira soon emerges from his prison, courtesy of Tetsuo, as Kaneda races in to save his brother before Akira once again destroys Manhattan Island as he did 30 years ago. That is the description. Okay. Paul's eyes rolled back, rolled back several times. I don't times. know. Is that Akira? Eh. It's a version. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cool part will be when Akira and Godzilla fight and like Ferris Bueller is trying to get out of the way so he doesn't get killed. <laughs> oh yeah. Bow, oh bow. yeah. I can't wait for the slow motion fence jump. Yep. That's going to be the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. Balls. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Fine. Fine for it. Yeah. Do whatever. Do what you will. Well, hey, Paul, you don't want this movie to only sell in Japan, do you? You're right. Hey, we've got the movie. Who cares? That's right. You can't hurt the original. The original's there. And the manga, which, you know what? To my chagrin, I have never read the manga. Manga. Supposedly wow. even. Have you? No. Well, then. <laughs> so, you know, and I've heard it's really good, too, so. A deadline is reporting that David Ayer is, has been tapped to scribe a new project. A reboot of Scarface. God, why? why? Hmm? And it won't be, this be the second reboot? Yeah, originally it was brought to film in 1932. This, yep. uh, uh, this new film will apparently put a contemporary spin on that tale of a mobster who takes over Chicago, which later turned to Miami in the 83 Brian De Palma film. Uh, the reboot will be similar, finding an immigrant who tries to bust his way into the crime world. Ugh. Scarface. Oh, good. Something different. Okay. Yeah. More Scarface. Whole it, it, nother. It's not even funny anymore. Curtis I'll... 50 Cent Jackson. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And you laugh. You laugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, you're probably right. I know I'm right. <laughs> it's him or Common. One of the two. Yeah, one of those fight, fight it out. Mm. Or maybe even both. 
He and Common both are two. both the Scarfaces. <laughs> Scarface. Scarface. No, I'm just Scarface saying they would both the probably movie. be in the film. One of them being Scarfaces of Death. You know, one being the other's competition. Could be. Yada yada yada. Yes. Ugh. Wow. More power to see a year to... without remakes. Whatever. It's, it's never going to happen because, from a one. financial standpoint, they're banking on people going to see this because it's already a known commodity. Well, and, and as box also, office continues to shrink, yeah, and we, you're just we're losing more and more original scripted ideas. Well, there's only seven ideas out there. So. Well, I, <laughs> Paul <laughs> uses them on every show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Pretty much, best I can. You've already heard three on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Write comments at UglyShowShow.com to list the three that have been used. News uh, you don't give a shit about. A few months back, two fans of the beer Natural Light, a.k.a. Natty Light, Natty. Yep. Uh, realized that to date, no beer has been sent into space. After pitching their idea to Natty Light Brewery, the pair put together a weather balloon spacecraft that would carry a can of their favorite brew into new heights. Unfortunately, it worked, and now Natty Light is the first beer to ever reach space. Lord. God, why? <laughs> there you go. You know, when I was in college, I had a, a friend that I used to bartend with who was, like, obsessed with Natural Light. He absolutely loved the thing. He had a kegerator built. Well, there's refreshing because it's water. I, but I'm, I'm talking like he... Built a kegerator so that he could have Natty Light on tap in his apartment. All you need is three bucks for a keg, man. Well, actually, that that's the interesting thing. He had he put a fifty dollar deposit down on the keg, <laughs> and the kegs of Natty Light were twenty five bucks. So he was constantly bringing that keg back and exchanging it for another for like the whole year that I worked with him. Apparently, uh, Dave Grohl came out with his own uh, foo brew. Uh, <laughs> we have a theme, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Black Keystone that was uh, not, that came out. <laughs> that's a good one. Not, not the Dave Grolsch. That's the, you went oh, there's that. Dave Grolsch uh, as well. Grolsch. That's, that's nice the other one. one. That's nice the one. other one. Good, like that. The Dave Grolsch. <laughs> Steiner Beck. <laughs> that's it for the shit news. Brian oh, Sam Adams. God. <laughs> Sam Brian Adams. That's all I got. I don't drink beer. Oh, I, I do. Yeah. I don't. Well, you hang out with guys who drink beer. Oh, Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do we can get, guys. Yay. If we absolutely must. If we must. Well, this is on the cusp because really this could go either way. This could be a good thing. This could be a horrible thing. So it's got to go right nearby. Vulture reports... Uh, Fast and Furious producer Neil Moritz has Done. hired uh, Thor and X-Men First Class screenwriters, Ashley Edward Miller and Zach Stentz, to write a new adaptation of the classic sci-fi novel Starship Troopers by Robert A. Heinlein. Mm. Uh, mm. The original film, released in 97, was a moderate theatrical success, but lives on in numerous direct-to-DVD sequels. And a new animated film, Starship Troopers Invasion, from the acclaimed director of Appleseed, Sinji Amariki, will be released next year. Uh, this... Could be good, yeah. Because go there's there's way. a you know the first film to come out is kind of its own creature. Uh-huh. It's not Highland's production. It's uh-uh. yeah. Did you ever watch Roughnecks? I never did. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's Was on it? Netflix. Yeah, it's the CG um, story. Did you ever see it? Mm-mm. It's all it's a CG cartoon about I only Starship saw the, Troopers. Saw the ones you showed me. Huh? It's good. Years ago. Yeah, it's uh, it's dated. It kind of looks like reboot. Yeah, like everybody's all square and weird. Oh and, yeah. 
and but but it's good. It's got some decent storytelling going on. Okay, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, they do the Conan thing where they really remake the movie rather than go right. to the original source material. We're in trouble. But if they actually go to the original source material and do that movie instead of having bugs farting into space, yeah, yeah, will um, it be even more on the side of that whole? propaganda kind of stuff because they hinted at that they touched they touched on that yeah a lot of people say that about starship troopers and i don't i don't personally feel that that's how the book went so you don't feel it was anti-war anti-war yeah uh no. oh no no i mean i no okay so because that's I mean, what i got from the movie oh yeah no the 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 original novel was accused of being kind of fascistic okay actually so, but not, uh, nobody thought thought it was tongue in cheek even at the time. No. Wait, wait. Oh no no no. The original not done novel, tongue, no, that was his. That was that was Heinlein's transition from he early on he actually like campaigned for socialists and stuff like that, and then he moved into this real strong libertarian umfa, and umfa hmm. uh, umfa. Are you no. calling shenanigans on that? What, what is the word? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. What is an umfa? That means it's got oomph. He's really going for it. Yeah. He's pushing on it. Okay, I thought All that right? meant like some type of Polish ghetto or something. What the <laughs> a Polish ghetto. What the hell is a Polish <laughs> ghetto? I'm relegated to the umfa. Umfa. Wow, my God. A Polish ghetto. Dude, I don't know. What is an umfa? Apparently now it's a Polish guy. Yeah, really. Yeah. Forget the, everything I said, folks. Aren't those the guys it's, that work for Willy Wonka? Yeah, I was going to say it's one half of the things oomfa, that work for Willy Wonka. Loofa, they were in a Polish about ghetto with me. <laughs> That's what I want, Oomfa Loofa. Oomfa Loofa. Oomfa Loofa. My wife used to sell Oomfa Loofas at uh, Bath and Body Works. Oomfa Loofa and some nice soap. <laughs> you will please clean your asshole, I hope. You oh, won't stink man. like shit anymore with your oomfa loofa off of the floor. That song is as bad as the sequels to Starship Troopers right there. Starship Poopers <laughs> should be the name because they all poop just the same. Shitting bugs into outer space. Don't use a dirty oomfa loomfa on your face. All right. The, the Paul Mattingly song <laughs> wow. is not yeah, called right close back to rising. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's the exclamation point. Uh, in 2009, NASA launched the Kepler spacecraft in order to find Earth like shenanigans. Someone's photoshopping that shit. <laughs> in order to find Earth like planets orbiting other stars in the Milky Way galaxy, quote. NASA's Kepler mission has confirmed its first planet in the habitable, habitable zone, the region where liquid water could exist on a planet's surface. They write on their site. Kepler also has discovered more than 1,000 new planet candidates, nearly doubling its previously known count. Uh, ten of these candidates are near Earth's size and orbit in the habitable zone of their host star. Candidates require follow-up observations to verify that they are actual planets. Uh, Kepler 22b is 600 light years away has a 290-day orbit around its sun. That sun is slightly smaller and cooler than our own, but still G-type. 
but the Kepler 22b is only the first in which is likely to be many more confirmations of possible ham- habitable planets. Quote, the Kepler team is hosting its inaugural science conference at Ames, December 5th through the 9th, going on right now, announcing 1,094 new planet candidate discoveries, says NASA. Since the last catalog was released in February, the number of planet candidates identified by Kepler has increased by 89%, now totals 2,326. And not a yeti among them. Say planet candidate five times fast. <laughs> planet candidate, yeah. That's a, it's a tough one. Interplanet candidate. Yeah, there's lots of new stuff out there. They keep finding more. Yeah, I love the Kepler. Mm-hmm. Intergalactic planetary. Yeah, there's tons. They're uh, going to find a person. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It was one of the greatest marketing schemes to come out of J.K. Rowling's franchise. So good, in fact, the folks at Warner Brothers and Universal are planning to duplica- duplicate the success of of Orlando, Florida attraction at Universal Studios Hollywood in California. Ejaculus Maximus. <laughs> Dumbledore's rusty broom. I'm on gains, though. No, where Todd's going to be when this opens. Hell what, yeah. uh, what, what are we talking about? Like a few years? or? Well, the Wall Street Journal broke the story about the planned expansion, and LA Times followed up with some more details. No one is authorized to talk about it publicly yet, but it seems like an almost done deal. Quote, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios Orlando has drawn more than 7 million people. It was the primary driver of a 36% boost in attendance at the theme park in the first three months of 2011. Uh, The attraction is situated in Universal Parks and Resorts Island of Adventure and features a a recreation of Hogwarts Castle as well as the Village of Hogsmeade. Rides include Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, Dragon's Challenge, and Flight of the Hippogriff. The companies have also been looking forward uh, to expansion in foreign markets as well. Uh, Universal was not the only entertainment company seeking to replicate the wizarding world of Harry Potter in Southern California, writes the Times. Walt Disney Company also held discussions with Warner to secure the rights for Disneyland in Anaheim. Uh, Recently, Disney signed a partnership to create attractions based on 20th Century Fox's Avatar, the first of which will begin construction in Orlando in 2013. The only problem that lies really? in duplicating the Wizarding World of ho- in Hollywood is space at the park itself. Whether they dismantle current rides or find some other way to fit it in remains to be seen. Get rid of that shitty E.T. ride. Uh, that We will discuss that second. It'll be quite some time before the West Coast <laughs> gets theirs at the attraction. The Universal Studios Hollywood won't be opening it any earlier than 2015. E.T. was dismantled years ago. So Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. Was it? Shenanigans. <laughs> I wrote E.T. See, there you go. That's how long it's been since I've been and there. I you really liked like the E.T. ride. Too, didn't you? I wrote that motherfucker. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was great. Yeah, I was sad to see it would pop go. up in the basket. Hell go, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Isn't like, the... Oh shit, I am riding with E.T. I, I just went it. into that ride because there was no line. I'm like, alright, oh, let's check this boy. out. We look at and each that... other like, what the fuck and is it... this bullshit? I now... liked it. I, I went when it was still popular because there was a big line and we, I remember standing in that forest queue for a long time and right. being impressed with that forest queue. That is a great queue. Yep. And, now, uh, and out the end, E.T. was supposed to say your name, but never really did. No. Th- <laughs> thank you, Adam, Carl, Stephen, Larry, Margaret, Thomas, Abnajaklan, Table, Cavis, Sick Boy, Corlins, Kevin, Barry, Charles, Stephen, Edgar. I can't believe you called us tra- train spotting in there. <laughs> They're all in there. 
Yeah, uh, supposedly like where the the Mummy Returns ride now is is where the that's exactly it was? where it was. Okay, now the Mummy Returns ride is occupying that space. Now there's just a dirty light up finger that comes at you in the bathroom. That's all that's left of the ET ride. I'll be right here. Yep. And, at, and at the end, and the, and the ending is so bad of the mummy ride. At the end, the mummy's there going, I'll get you, Steve Thomas Randy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> And it's still E.T.'s voice. <laughs> I'll you get know. you, Gary, Jerry, <laughs> Stephen, Carl. The, the end of The Mummy Returns. America, <laughs> Goldstein, <laughs> Taven, DeVore, Kanata, Kanata. That was a good idea. <laughs> now, I will say this for The Mummy Returns ride. The the end is not quite as lame as, as you said it was. No, that's true. It's even worse. Yeah, that's true. It's bad. <laughs> it's terrible. Bad ending, it really is. I'm like, you know, you get this great ride all the way up to the end, and all of a sudden it's just like fizzles. Uh, it's you're just a terrible. Fizzle. <laughs> I'm not a fizzle. All right. The end of that ride is a lost erection. Yeah. <laughs> the lost hey, erection. I, I lost this, an this erection. It's gonna be on my head if I don't if I don't if I don't get it out. Does anyone here living in Vegas remember the Luxor motion rides when they first opened? Oh yeah, them? Oh, yes. absolutely. What happened to those? Why did they shut those down? Those were awesome. They were. Full video with all this crazy Vegas is a family about, like, destination Egypt. died. Yeah. Everyone gave up on it. And it, they gutted they gutted that whole level of the Luxor to put in their clubs and their Yeah. their shows and all that. Yeah, stuff. they did. And they had a, like a water thing that went all the way around yeah. the yeah, little yeah, Nile got, River ride. Yeah. They got rid of all that. Yeah. Same thing. It was really funny. I was with some friends from uh, the Midwest and we were going through the Luxor and one of them was laughing at the escalators that come down into the center of the Luxor and then at this platform that you have to take some stairs leading up to to get on the escalators. <laughs> yeah. And it was because they restructured everything. And oh, I, yeah. I assume they built the platform so they mm -hmm. didn't have to put in new escalators to make it to the new floor, which was, mm. yeah. That's exactly now, it. Now, what's this... Nile River thing did that that went through the actual pyramid because I oh, went yeah, through yeah, the yeah, entire yeah. damn pyramid yeah okay because I went there shortly after it opened and that wasn't there oh, so no, they, it there. must not have been there, there that long it opened when it opened and I think you might have hit on a problem with the Nile River ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay no you walked through and you had no idea it was there I guess so because I mean yeah. I I took the we had people right up no to we the, had uh, people at Trek who uh, who worked it was what what was on that ride. Anything at all, or is it, it was just a, 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 was a ride through a casino? It was a ride yeah. through the uh, through the Nile, and they had like pictures and things. It's like a little mini museum that, that yeah. instead of walking through. So they, no animatronic things or anything I like think that. So like a couple Did little they? animatronic I, yeah, things. That I can't remember. What was better Nobody was those knows. those motion rides on top <laughs> were a were a story of three different rides that you could part one, part two, and part You're three. You're right. Yeah, it, it was that, a full yeah. story. That, that I've been cool. on. Cool. Damn you, Vegas. Oh, that's right. We're, we're we're in our club phase, and then there'll be another phase when this one dies. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll go back to you know old people and shrimp cocktail for ninety nine cents. You know, yeah. so oh, they do that oh, shrimp cocktail for ninety nine cents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Golden Gate ninety nine cents yep. shrimp cocktail. Yep. Uh, going back to Universal Studios in, now in Florida, though, they announced on Friday on their Facebook page that their Orlando, Florida resort will be closing the Jaws themed area and water ride Captain Jake's Amity boat tours on January second. 2012. For how long? The ride, which was inspired by Jaws portion of the Universal Studios Hollywood Resort backlot tram experience, has been in operation since the Orlando Resort opened in June 1990 at the cost of $65 million. 
Over the next 18 years, the ride would be continuously closed and refurbished, often due to hurricanes that struck Central Florida. The Jaws attraction was notable for being one of the three original Universal Studio Florida attractions still operating to this day. According to the resort's Facebook page, the attraction and Amity area is being closed, quote, to make room for an exciting new experience we are planning for you, unquote. As to what that exciting new experience will be, they have not revealed yet. So Jaws in Florida, gone, but the original still exists if you want to see it in Universal Studios in Hollywood, California. For how long? Who knows? Parents they have to make room for Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Parents went to the one in Florida and uh, really enjoyed it. I've not been to that one. I've only been to the uh, the Hollywood Universal. I went early in its time, like so, so soon after it opened. So yeah. I did see that little thing. It, it basically was the Jaws experience of California's version. Just a little more focused and, well, frankly, a little better. Wasn't the, uh, the, the King Kong one different as well? Yeah, that one you actually got into the experience itself. It, there was no, there's no real tram. Yeah, thing it's there. not like a backlot tour. Yeah, right? exactly. It's all attractions. So all the stuff that's in the backlot you have to queue for. I see. Hmm. And after its mid-season finale, uh, AMC's The Walking Dead was named Cable's top-rated scripted drama, Woo-hoo. pulling in 6.6 million viewers in the crucial 18 to 49 age demographic. The episode, titled Pretty Much Dead Already, got almost as many viewers as the second season premiere. 7.26 million people. It's a good nice. episode. Was really good. Great yeah. episode. Yeah, Des- was, despite yeah. the changes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Barry's like, he's like, let me be perfectly clear with you. I love the show. I'm just hoping to see more of the stuff from the comics. You know what? So far, they haven't missed much. I think they're just going about it in a slower way. Slower way, yeah. That, but at the same time, you can't tell me that watching that show is a slow experience. No, it's not. Uh, this last season was a little slow. You thought it was plotting, really? It was a little slow this bah. last season. No, I completely disagree. I feel like it great. went by too quickly. I mean, granted, it was six episodes, and the next six are coming it's up soon. A long but, six episodes, what? but it it seemed like it was gone like that. It's mm. because it was so good. I guess so. You have the right to be wrong, but you know, it was good. good. (laughs) And Kirsten, thank you for sending this one to me. If you have ever seen Manos, The Hands of Fates, Ah, (laughs) uh, whether by itself or the far more bearable Mystery Science Theater 3000 version, you may have noticed that the film, not the best of conditions. But that is about to change. Fellow that I only know by the name of Ben, after buying a box of lapsed public domain films on eBay, found the original 16mm work print for the movie. Wow. What? The original film that Fertilizer Salesman come director Hal Warren shot back in 1966. This man, Ben, is going to release a pristine version of Manos Hands of Fates on Blu-ray. Wow. <laughs> in the way no Why? god or man has ever intended to be seen. <laughs> Manos, bless him. Why? Wow. <laughs> like money, that's why. Yeah, exactly. People were, will buy it. To <laughs> see buy you'll it. buy it. You're buying it, I'm right? named after it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Torgo comes Torgo from Manos' hands of fate. Torgo will get that, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I hope there's a documentary. Oh, he really needs to work on the features. That, I, that I hope there's time. a commentary. That'll take time, though. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be nothing else, a feature on him restoring that son of a bitch. A little be, remote yeah. control yeah. game. Oh, where I'd like to see now? a video game about Manos. <laughs> I think probably a few Flash ones have been made in this I'll game. I'll bet. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I, I in fact, that. I think if you look Manos probably in the Xbox Independent Live, you'll probably find a few You're candidates. You're probably right. God. What was worse, that or Plan 9? 
Manos, hands of yeah, fate. Manos. <laughs> yeah, Manos. Did you just I don't try and watch that without the Mystery Science Theater angle? Oh, it's oh, it's, un- it's unbearable. They're it's both unbearable. Fan- I mean, you're right, they are. There's <laughs> wooden furniture in the UFO, man. I know. God. I've, I've seen it. I've that seen it. That could happen. Yeah, really. <laughs> you see, Maybe they're dreams. coming to Earth for our wood. We're here to take all of your Ikea. Wait, them coming to Earth for our wood is a different They movie. fade cut a shot Fine into wire. the same shot. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it because they, like, they ran out of film and then started it back up? Yeah, or something yeah. Apparently, like that. he only had so much film like length, so his shots had to be like over within like a minute or something like that. So he that's where his cuts would always have to be. It was like he was running off the ends of yeah. several reels of there film is, or something. There is a huge web page dedicated to Manos Hands of Fate that tells the entire story of how that film was made. So there is documentary material. There you go. Yeah. God. And it's it's a funny story. And there's, there's, some, as... and there's some tragedy, too. The guy that played yeah. Torgo killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> did he, <laughs> yes, he did. the film? What, what? During the movie? After? After, his... after the movie. Yeah, after and as far as playing because of the movie? Space, it, it, it was, he was the most serious thespian of the group, too. So. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, that's... Wow. Well, he saw his commitment to distorting yeah. his hips. And yeah, and that, that voice, man. The voice and the walking master. Good luck to you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, Ben, bless you. Manos, bless you. And the two of us need look no more. <laughs> really? Yeah, he found the Manos Hand of Fate. The musical? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Avengers vs. X-Men is Marvel's major event series next year. Uh, uh, I'm almost done with comics forever. <laughs> almost done forever. Running, I really am. Yeah. I'm, 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 this year, just like in the last month or two, I've reached the saturation point. I'm like, enough. That's true. It's Stop. When are you saying, like, are, not, are you talking, you're, you're, you're done with like the mainstream stuff? Yeah, because I mean the stuff that we bring on the show is yeah. not your no, typical no, no, mainstream, no, no. but is pretty awesome. And the, the occasional mainstream trade, okay, fine, a good story arc here and there, but I am These I am monster a, arcs. I am a red cunt oh, hair away God. from canceling all my books <laughs> and just being like, that's it. Marvel's really tearing it up with these these huge arcs that they're. Doing. I hate it because and I like, love Bendis. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. the world of him, mm. but he has destroyed the Marvel universe for me. He made every, everybody every year, special yeah. and weird, so nobody's special and weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's like, a good point. God damn it. And I, Powers I, is the anti-Marvel book. The anti-superhero book. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the regular stuff for Powers to seem as interesting and great as it is. Mm. And what he's tried to do is bring a power sensibility to Avengers and the rest of the Marvel U, and it has not served him well, I don't think. Mm. Ever since the Kree, skull, Kree scroll <clears throat> stuff, I've been like, no. You're no, not talking no. the old. No, no, no. I'm no, no, no. talking this new invasion. Stuff. Three invasion. years ago. Yeah, Secret Invasion. invasion. Three years Secret ago, invasion. basically. Secret yeah. Invasion was a clusterfuck. I still haven't figured out what's going on mm. since Secret Invasion. And I don't think they know exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I really like mega events, but you're right. They lose their luster when you have nothing but mega events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should be years in between. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you've got to have a quo, the status yes. quo to interrupt. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You can't just keep throwing shit at the wall. I mean, like, look at this new shit. Oh, look. <laughs> I know. Who do they think they are? Paul Mattingly? Oh, well, come on. <laughs> I'm not writing a comic. <laughs> 
I'm throwing up two minutes. Just playing one for a year old. That's why I like improv because you can make shit up and then it's you know it's it's cool for three minutes or it's terrible for three minutes and then it's gone into yeah. the ephemeral forever. No, I think that's exactly the point. It's with major event after major event. It's the whole thing's in constant upheaval. That's one yeah. reason why I'm exhausted. Yeah, I mean, so. comics comics have a certain uh, impermanence anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? But this has just made them like there's no there's no foothold yeah you can't you're like oh i I know about the marvel universe oh you think you do last year you <laughs> thought you knew and we yeah. changed the rules and this year throw that out the window yeah. it's like well fuck you i you know you can't do that shit and the length of death is coming going less and less johnny storm's already back what really yes what? yeah <laughs> spoiler alert one of them's gonna yeah. die he's back yeah. already yeah. he's back fuck already this, this happened over a month ago yeah I you know and that's yes sir Bob uh, yeah it's fine mm. but don't yeah mm. make mine Marvel my ass make mine Jim. I still love Marvel best I always will but they got to get it right and, and <clears throat> I don't know Bendis is he's take I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens this is this is why I buy uh, indie indie stuff or like Vertigo yeah. where it's not a shared universe something's happening great. That's all that's happening. There's, there's a superhero. There's like one superhero. No, I and like then it the ends idea. after like nine or ten. I understand trains. that, but I do like a shared universe. I like when things can connect over. It just doesn't yeah. have to all be connected. Yeah. I also don't like having to follow 10, 20 different books to be able to get. Yeah, what's that's going it. On. They're, that's using it Marvel, they're using it more as does. a sales yeah. tool. It's marketing. Yeah, it's, it's a marketing. Simply thing. a sales tool. It's like, well, you won't get the full story until you get all twenty-eight. And it's like, well, fuck you then. You should yeah. get Thunderbolts yeah. for it's, itself. It, well, fuck it's because you. it's more of a business now yeah. than a, you know, it's a, an artist-driven broken. It's, it's, it's a broken business model too. That charging three, four bucks a book. I'm just like, mm, I'm. I'm I'd hardly call I'm, it a broken business model if people are still buying it I'm and they're to, still making money. I'm about to pull the plug. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, thro- I'm, throwing, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. You're, it's not the you're a drop in the thing. ocean right now, Paul. It's, like it's I'm pulling the plug. Like, it's not well, the shared universe know. thing. It's just how they're doing. It's how they're going about it. Because I love yeah. some shared universe. Yes. I love that Eureka and Warehouse 13 are in the same universe. That's cool. That is kind of neat. It's there's not mega events all the time. There's never really been a mega event. No, there like, hasn't. It, no. It's been like one or two like tiny crossovers. tiny crossovers. It's like one character comes in yeah. for a little well, bit. But, yeah, but that's also just starting. And don't true. forget Marvel and DC are yeah. ancient. I mean, we're not even sure. talking about DC where they just did a flat-out reboot. Yeah. yeah. So, And that's worked for me. I'm buying more DC than I've bought in a because long time. Because it's cleared the palette and reset the status quo. Yeah. You don't have to worry about all this bullshit. Now, if you're on board with a couple of titles, you know where you stand. Mm-hmm. You know what's happening. You're not lost in a quagmire of history and crazy shit. Which is one of the things that kept me out of DC Comics for the longest time. Yeah. Which was yeah. the great thing about the Ultimate Universe that Marvel did. Yeah. Yeah. Two or three really well done books. Every alt I have every ultimate trade of Spider Man, except for like the last three mm-hmm. that have just come out. Great book. Mm-hmm. Great. Press the reset button. Do a simple retelling on a few stories. Keep the mythology similar but just different enough. But you know, and don't have to worry about all the backstory and yeah, mm-hmm. great. Great. But to but that's what's it was it set it apart. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the whole universe is yeah whatever yeah yeah you you know I'm preaching to the choir and now ultimate's now just become another ultimate whole, is yeah. ultimate is is a whole the better 
the better, more streamlined Marvel U. Yeah, but it's getting it's getting but it's getting it's, it's getting it's convoluted. convoluted now it's too. Convoluted. Convoluted. Well, I mean, ever since they brought the Ultimate Galactus and shit like that, yeah. big story things like that, where it's mm, like what? Clouds. Yeah, Ultimate Clouds, Ultimate Bullshit. Pink Clouds. <laughs> you wear I've the been cloud. watching that Silver Surfer cartoon on Netflix. The old one? Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's terrible. It puts me asleep, but I, yeah, but I love it. <laughs> It's got some good stuff in it. It's got some terrible stuff in it, too. But it's fun. Yeah. It's only 13 episodes. I love Paul. It's terrible, but I love it. Yeah. I do. I like well, bad cartoons. Seen, well, I like Mano Sands of Fate, so it all makes sense. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad. It's not that bad of a cartoon. What crap do you like? Write to us at comments, comments at uglycloudshow.com. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Hold on to yourselves. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, oh my doctor told me not to lift heavy objects. Oh, no. Oh, pull my back out again. <laughs> With my giant wiener. It's amazing I can get out of bed. This thing acts like a rope tying down a boat. <laughs> and those little coconut balls. <laughs> it's true. Violent, violent war-themed video games could be subject to the Geneva and Hague War Crime Conventions, according to the International Committee of the Red Cross. The Red what? Cross? While many art forms incorporate extreme violence... Some have argued that unlike other mediums, games allow users to participate in acts of violence and should face greater regulation as a result. During the 31st International Conference of the Red Cross and the Red Crescent in Geneva, the committee discussed the influence of video games on public perception of violence. According to reports, the committee also discussed whether war crime standards should apply to virtual victims of war video games. How about instead of holding a goddamn committee on video game violence, Red Cross and Red Crescent, you go hand some rice to some starving motherfuckers. Go do something proactive, you dick, cunt, fucks. I hate you all. The starving motherfuckers who are probably in a country that has a whole mess of child soldiers who are killing and raping who don't even afford, can't even afford a video game. Wouldn't know what it is if they played one. Yep. Wouldn't know what it is if they saw it. Exactly. Kids who are lucky enough to have video games are the furthest thing away from a genocidal (laughs) mass grave. Yeah. Fuck. Just take Paul as an example, folks. Yeah. Yeah, Look, guys. I am. (laughs) I am perfectly happy and healthy. <laughs> well adjusted. Well adjusted. You, oh boy. I'm happy, you cunt fucks. Yeah. Quit fucking with my shit. Exactly, exactly. No, I bet it, it, it does upset me when they oh, win. It just did with attacking art. Come on. Taken to its most extreme conclusion, that could theoretically mean applying the same standards for virtual victims of war, pixels, and sprites as human combatants and civilians. Mm -hmm. Quote, while the movement works vigorously to promote international humanitarian law worldwide, there's also an audience of approximately 600 million gamers who may be virtually violating international humanitarian law, IHL. The Cross's description of the event read, Exactly how many how video games influence individuals is a hotly debated topic, but for the first time, movement partners discussed our role and responsibility to take action against violations of IHL in video games. In a side event, participants were asked, quote, what should we do and what is the most effective method, method unquote. The debate could potentially lead to the committee asking developers to adhere to new rules or even the Red Cross itself lobbying governments to adopt greater regulation on what they can and cannot occur in video games. You you know why these fucks do this shit? It's because video games are 
the most popular money-making medium in the world. It is a way for them to get paid. They will be lobbied and bought off so they will shut up and stop screaming Mm -hmm. about their nonsense. That this is the way for the Red Cross to get more revenue. I Oh, these fucking vultures. Previous reports, including a 2007 study called The Playing by the Rules Project uh, by the Geneva-based trial, uh, expressed fears that games such as Call of Duty Modern Warfare, in which users play as soldiers who are able to kill innocent civilians, undermine real-world efforts to promote humanitarian law. In a report revealing the latest Red Cross discussions, Alexandria Bovian, head of the Civil Society Relations Unit Department of International Law and Cooperation for the committee, said, quote, Unfortunately, it's too early in the discussion to share our views publicly. We will be posting some information on ICRC's inter- website in the weeks to come with a view to stating and explaining our interest in the topic, unquote. You know what they'll do? The developer, if, if, if this was to actually go to its logical conclusion, which it won't. The developers would just develop games where they could depict those violations uh, uh, from the bad guy's viewpoint and well, that's find some way for you to interact that's with That's the only thing I can think of them. When they're talking about killing innocent civilians, the No Russian uh, segment is the only one I can think of, and that's from the bad guy's perspective, where you go into the, right. the airport. Exactly. And, and, and that's, you know, I think... I think even further, they'll do it like Saturday morning cartoons have, have had to do it, where it's all robots and crazy giant exactly. critters. Exactly. You're not going up against humans. It's it's just like Hollywood's hypocrisy with regards to smoking, <clears throat> yeah. right? Who, it's who's, who smokes? Well, it's ev- it, all the bad guys. Yeah. The bad guys smoke, or the real edgy ones, you know? Yep. And it, it'll be it'll be the the same exact thing. They'll just, it'll still be there. They're oh, just sure. going to move it in different directions. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a shell game. It's it's stupid. It's yeah. It's just gonna cause creative weird mm-hmm. solutions to get around this stuff. But it's again, it's it's a money ploy on Red Cross's part, and I think it's despicable. Yeah, because I mean, it is, time and again they've done studies <clears throat> on video game violence and how it affects the people that play it, and time and again they come out. With the conclusion that it does not promote real life violence, yet we still can't get past this belief that it does, and it's like, well, don't, don't, don't confuse me with your facts. I have my belief, yeah. and my belief is that your video games are causing real world violence. So, and that's the only thing that gives them any foothold to do this kind of a thing, yeah. is that people out there still believe that. Video game violence translates into real world violence when it clearly does not. You know, you might have me sold if you have swarms, legions of yeah. video game players out there doing atrocities yeah. on civilians in sure, the world. Sure. But until that happens, you're not going to sell me on And this. it won't ever happen. Exactly. Because, because people who are lucky enough, fortunate enough to have leisure time and money to play video games are chilling at home playing video games, <laughs> exactly. not out causing fucking trouble. They're on we're Xbox we're Live alienating the, the rest of us. And they're certainly yeah. not donating yeah. to the Red Cross after this either. The truth yeah. of it is there was some, I believe it was a UK study, showing a correlation between a drop in delinquency and an uptick in video game play. I yeah, think, yeah I think absolutely. Because yeah. we talked about that, I think, yeah. a couple yeah. weeks ago, right? So it's like, if you can just get these fucks at home, put them in front of a TV, and let them get a little bit of that teen angst out... Yeah, Which we all do. Well, it's it's escapism, and it tends to give these kids more of an appreciation for what consequences their actions have, and it educates them more than you know when you're you know ten years old and you're out 
with a handgun shooting up stuff. I think more to the point. Having never played a video game. More to the point, it keeps them fucking busy. Yeah, exactly. Idle hands, man. I mean, yeah. you, you could go as far as saying, yeah, it's just a distraction. Yeah, but they're, they're in the room, and they're playing the game, and they're yeah. annoying the shit out of Torgo and Paul with all their crap <laughs> right, on Xbox yeah. Live, <laughs> as opposed to going out in the street and learning how to do it for real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and I'm it's pre- not going to be every one of them, but sure. those that might be predisposed to being real about it are going to be too busy racking up, you know, gold farming, whatever the fuck. Yep. So that's a fantastic article in uh, I believe it was the latest um, EGM. I think it was EGM with uh, Genova. What's his name? He's a, he 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 worked on Flower and a couple other really groundbreaking okay. games. He's working on Dust. I think is the new one. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. The guy's doing like distinctly non-violent beautiful yes. games yes 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 and he's he talks about you know getting emotion out of people and how how games for the most part were, i mean they're undergoing the and it's all the same stuff that film went through it was, it was a great article and he's talking about it and the parallels are are unmistakable what early film went through the tra- travails that that they faced yeah, it the is same uncanny. Kind of, the same kind of societal uh Uprising and blaming of ills and were them in comics. Yeah, yeah. Same, yeah. Thing, same thing yeah. with books, books, comics. Every books, every new medium yeah. has gone through this. And Damn but telegraph. But it's great, you know. And, and <laughs> well, maybe one exception. And, and I think what <laughs> what they got to understand is games. Games I'm right now. Ankle. Stop. <laughs> games right now in their it's infancy really appeal appeal to emotions for the most part that are more most easily sated in angsty teens the kinds of emotions that you get off most video games are the kinds that are um reciprocated and well felt as a teenage kid yeah and that's why as we get older i find myself i don't play nearly as much and i'm not drawn to it drawn to it in the same way you know what i mean like yeah. i love the saints row the third but some of the juvenile humor even it's kind of a little like okay it's still a brilliant, creative, fun game, but at a certain point, it's like, oh, okay, well, me, I, I kind of still love it. Well, it's a conundrum but, uh, because even as you're saying this, you point out every birthday, you are the median age of the video gamer. Right now, yes. Mm-hmm. But that's going to change real soon, too. But still, like what I'm saying is... is, is but you've been that way for a while, you've said. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's yeah. kind of funny. You, you do have a dichotomy between that reciprocity of the teen angst but the fact that video gamers alone are getting older it's not even yes. like this is a big medium for corrupting youth no yeah. Yeah, you're right you're they're, right. they're fucking busy twittering and fucking shit like that and that's why in a few years games are going to evolve even more and start to appeal to other emotions besides just the satisfaction of pull trigger watch thing explode oh well yeah. that'll crush me I'm, I mean, it won't. <laughs> you don't have to play those other games. That won't okay, go good. away. Thanks, that won't go I'm away because <laughs> that won't go away because there's always that appeal. There's always those nights when you want to throw in the Expendables and shut your brain off, mm-hmm. right? It's the same kind of thing. It's always those those days when you want to read the latest Avengers comic or whatever and just go, okay, uh, whoa, look at that guy. Whoa, who's that? I don't care. Pfft, hey, right. <laughs> Pretty colors, pretty colors, pretty Wait a minute, is he doing something while he's reading these? Uh, that was that was Samaritan. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. that was Samaritan. All right, uh, and, and, uh, and then uh, yeah, so that's not. But but at the same time, there's hopefully going to be, as you say, an older market, a mature market, where there will be chances for other kinds of games to come up and still and have some strong sales numbers without it just being this gut check. So there will be a, an easier better argument to be made by more thoughtful gamers to say yes mr congressman 
Games can be violent, angry, nasty things, but so can every art form. But also look here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, here's a violent painting. Here's a beautiful painting. They're both valid. But, you know, mm-hmm. one it, it's all about, you know, whatever. I'm they both speak to their audiences. Yes. Yeah. Preaching to the choir here again, but this infuriates me. Yeah. Oh. Red Cross As should well be it ashamed should. of itself. Should be ashamed of itself. I, I will not donate to the Red Cross the next chance I get. Shame on them. And will you tell them why? Yeah, I'll tell them why. If, if, if I ever hear, if I ever get an appeal, I'll, oh, tragic. That's just come on. You'll what, write them back, dear sirs. Dear sirs, trying to apply the, the Geneva Convention I, to pixels. Oh, really? sad thing, yeah. dear sirs, it won't be. Ooh, you cunt fucks! <laughs> <laughs> you make me so mad. I'd be happy if you were. The average person that would come up to you to ask for a donation for the Red Cross probably is not aware of this. So true, your your it might fall on deaf ears. Yeah, but, exactly, or, but, or, or or ignorant ears is what I should. Is I, what I wonder. Was say. I wonder if enough of this kind of malarkey does go through. If pixels start to get protection, oh geez, then well, will there be what they're saying? Will yeah. there be a flip side coin up shot to this, a good side to this, where the kinds of legislation that our Congress is debating on confining and restricting internet rights could get quashed by an argument saying these are living little entities and you have no right right you can't you can't wander around the internet they can live free on the internet wherever they want are we going in somewhere like ai rights now is that where you went with that's where they started i think we're going pro-life virtual yeah yeah that's yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah. what Red Cross is doing. Well, they yeah. said virtual once violations, it, yeah. which is sort of like so. Okay, so. so once a movie's been produced, it's it's its own entity. Yeah, how can you prosecute a anything? virtual violation? <laughs> what the fuck is that? I you're on you're on my client. I intended to slaughter millions, and did so in a pretend land. <laughs> okay. I sentenced him to fake jail for eighty years. <laughs> is, is this getting close to thought crime? That's yeah, what I'm. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's getting it's getting, so. it's, getting uh, it's getting all. Uh, What's that fucking movie? Minority Report. Report. That's it. All I could think was, oh, oh we're Mr. Gonna Dick. Get hit oh, with Mr. the Dick. six sticks. <laughs> Mr. Dick does it again. You're, uh, arrest, you're under arrest for what you're about to do. What? Uh, just. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else we got? Anything on Paul positive note? <laughs> well, we got is very little time I, left. I, I, want to move, I want to move to a fucking cabin in the woods. <laughs> and, and go see the new movie Cabin in the Woods <laughs> starring the famous Paul coming out soon goodbye goodbye world disconnect from Joss Whedon done <laughs> and it's true it's coming out is it really yeah, Cabin in the Woods it's finally coming out oh fun uh, real quick uh, Benicio Del Toro is out of the running as Star Trek's next villain Heard and this. Uh, now it has been released that Khan will be the villain that the crew takes on the USS Enterprise in the oh, next man. run I don't know how I feel about fucking, that. Fucking ain't it cool news put up a thing that said Benicio Del Toro is not Khan and, you know, and is not playing Khan. And, and, I, and I was like, oh, so it's, I thought, oh, so Khan's not the villain, but it is ah, Khan. Yeah. Khan is the villain. Oh, okay. And in other Trek news, Peter Weller has joined the movie cast. It's unknown if this is Khan related. <gasps> He's going to be Robocop. Robo, <laughs> Robocon. 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 Buried alive. Buried alive. Buried alive. I From hell's you. heart, I stab I at thee. go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Actually, a friend of mine and I, and I shall have him. We were watching Space Seed, and we got a little. We were a little tipsy while we were watching it. And we decided we wanted to rewrite it, but since it's the Botany Bay from the '90s, instead of Khan, they actually let loose Bill Clinton. <laughs> and so we're, we were doing this whole episode with Bill Clinton just said, Marla, I'm going to take over this ship. I want you to help me. You know, and, that just, just, and basically, instead of beating his way to taking over the ship, he just charms his way he all the way to the command chair. Does it go to a wide waist level shot? You just see Clinton pushing the head down below the frame line? He seduces Kirk. That'd be awesome. <laughs> the ultimate Trump. <laughs> Just like in Family Guy. Yeah, there you go. Let, let, let me put this in your ear. <laughs> Each of you Is that will go insect? in no, that room. It's, it's not an insect. Unless you join me. Yeah. We were having fun with that. That was Vernon, by the way. Vernon and I were doing that. Nice. And finally, Dutch anti-piracy group Brienne pirated a song for their anti-piracy PSA. <laughs> Really? Uh, irony striketh hot. Well. In 2006, the group asked musician Melchior Rectivite if they could use his song for their PSA. Rectivite. Rectivite. I was waiting for oh, Paul to go I off on that. I should Rectivite. Agreed, right. but under the set of very specific conditions, namely that it only be played at a specific film festival. Right, 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 right. When, right, right, when seen to glow at night. When Brienne <laughs> went on to recycle the PSA on tens of millions of DVDs without his permission oh. and without compensating him for it, oh. they were infringing on his copyright all over the place. Oh. There are all kinds of issues with this situation. For one, uh, right, right. Uh, composed the tune under explicit conditions that the PSA only be shown at a single event, and Brienne's willingness to completely disregard that agreement is some serious infringement. Then there's the icing on the cake and how they didn't pay him. Then again, I guess they did have to keep it secret, which they did until Wright Vite picked up a Harry Potter DVD and found himself sitting through a familiar and unskippable tune. Uh, but- <laughs> unskippable. <laughs> oh, yeah. how funny. That, that, that song is the, is the... How funny. <laughs> and Wright Vite understandably miffed, went to a royalty collections agency to start the process of attempting to recoup the $1.3 million he failed to earn due to copyright infringement. Yeah! <laughs> love it. It can Absolutely be pretty ironic sometimes. It. Oh, boy. Absolutely love it. Beautiful. And that's all I got. What do you got? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Stupid people. And, of course, watch The Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. And don't forget... The likes game has changed. When we hit 700 likes, we'll be giving away the Frank Miller autographed Batman and Robin uh, comic trade. So mm. jump on the old Facebook there, And kids. thank you for writing me about cool stuff to do in Houston and cool places to drink. I'm still researching Houston. I will take all your uh, suggestions, smarmy or not. <laughs> Trying to make the potential ass raping less painful, yes. are you? <laughs> oh. get raped by cowboys. Good. Oh, goodness. No, no, not rape. Cornhole. cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go cornhole. Learn the lingo. Drunk. Learn the lingo, son. <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. Dr. Lark. The famous Paul. Hades Jeff. Commander K. And we'll yes, talk to Michael. you next week in Geek. Have a good week. Yay. 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 That's right. Yay. 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 Is meh a word? Meh? Yeah, M E H. It is now. M E H. Meh. It's on enough t shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's the meh. Word now.
Is that what it takes? Yeah. 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 T-shirt. Yeah. It's well, enough mu- people it, it use it that Merriam-Webster has Then mustard stain should be a word. <laughs> How do you pronounce huh? that? Huh? Right? <laughs> huh? Mustard stain. Two words. <laughs> Glob of pudding should be a word. <laughs> I bet that's on enough t-shirts. That's three words. Especially with babies. Gerber food. Gunk. It's the voice that intrigues me. Yeah. <laughs> it should be a word. You can pretty much say anything in that voice. Yep. <laughs>